This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The Department of Agriculture has agreed to use the Commodity Credit Corporation funds to spend nearly $1.4 billion on a program to help farm groups market their commodities overseas and another $1.1 billion to pay for commodity-based international food aid. The market promotion funding would establish a regional agricultural trade promotion program that will be similar to an effort launched by the Trump administration during the trade war with China. The top two senators on the Senate Ag Committee, Chair Debbie Stabenow and Ranking Member John Bozeman, sent a request to USDA in late August to use CCC funds to bolster spending on marketing and international aid spending. On September 6, the department issued a statement in response saying the issues that the senators raised were shared concerns. Bill Thompson has the scoop in his story on agripulse.com. A North Carolina Republican is calling for a unified front to get a farm bill passed this year. Representative David Rouser was on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers and discussed where his colleagues stand on government funding legislation and what that means for passing a farm bill. Rouser says as the end of September approaches and the potential for a government shutdown looms near, making sure lawmakers are on the same page will be critical for passing any legislation. You have leverage if you're unified. You have no leverage, uh, particularly in terms of negotiating with the Senate and the White House, if you're not unified. And obviously, um, in the House, uh, we we have a conference uh, on the Republican side that uh, has a has a lot of different uh, uh, viewpoints as it relates to uh, what spending should look like moving forward. And uh, my hope is that we can come to some agreement on a on a CR. Rouser says once Congress deals with government funding. Farm bill conversations can pick back up. He says a strong farm safety net will be vital in supporting rural America. A lot of X factor out there, uh, not just weather, not just pests, not just disease, uh, non-tariff trade barriers, uh, currency manipulation, unfair trade practices, uh, you name it, uh, that our our farmers and farm families have to overcome on a daily basis in order order to make ends meet and survive. And so uh, a good, strong farm bill is very much America first. Deb Calhoun with Waterways Council and Ann McMillan with Invariant were also on this week's show to further discuss a farm bill timeline and the impact of a government shutdown in rural America. McMillan says despite the recent political developments on Capitol Hill, it hasn't changed her thoughts on when a farm bill will be passed. I have been saying since the beginning of the year that I thought this to do it by September 30th was going to be optimistic at best. And so I had already been mentally preparing myself, my clients, uh, the folks that we work with that uh, end of year at best. I I still am looking into the the first or second quarter of 24, to be quite frank. Calhoun says a government shutdown would be extremely detrimental to the inland waterway system and any current infrastructure project that is going on around the country right now. However, Calhoun says if a long-term continuing resolution takes place, that could have even more of an impact because CRs use what is called the least of rule for the Army Corps of Engineers Civil Works budget. So in the president's 24 budget request, FY24 budget request, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers requested zero dollars be spent 
on inland waterways construction. And so essentially they said they didn't have the capability to do meaningful new work in fiscal year 24, um, you know, uh, citing workforce challenges and supply chain delays. So really a long-term CR would mean that until our energy and water appropriations bill is enacted, zero dollars would go to inland waterways navigation project construction. You can listen to more comments from Rouser, Calhoun, and McMillan by watching the latest Newsmaker show on agripulse.com, or you can tune in tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on RFD-TV. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. U.S. agriculture contributes just 10% to overall greenhouse gas emissions, a lot less than other industries. Agriculture also plays an active role in enhancing wildlife and absorbing carbon. Learn more at fb.org sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peggle.